It's day 44 on the Bible Rundown. It's Rob Lindley and David Cottle. It is only one chapter in Leviticus today. It is Leviticus chapter 14. We're still dealing with leprosy, David, and the laws concerning how to deal with it properly and making sure they come back into the camp. David, tell us about it. Well, I'm, I'm just looking at your skin, making sure I'm at a, at a good distance, right? <laughs> Nothing's going to erupt on me. But... Uh, yeah, I think didn't this, know you had to be a dermatologist to, right. to study the Bible. No, or that the priests were qualified as that either. Um, thank goodness for Clearasil. But you know, this it, it is just a continuation of these interesting chapters, right? Uh, just whole body cleanliness that the Lord is really wanting, desiring for His people. But He He's giving them these rules or things they need to follow if leprosy or some other skin disease breaks out on a person or on the camp. And uh, this recurring phrase that is throughout this chapter of cleansing, but then also what we see in verses 10 through 20 about the burnt, the sin, and the peace offerings being made. You know, we've talked a lot about the connections to Christ, but I think, Rob, for me, the thing that I'm walking away with as, as reading this is thank God that he has clean, cleansed our whole life through Christ, Amen. right? Amen. We are totally clean. And there are many that struggle with maybe sin that seems to cling to them after they've come to faith in Christ. But does that mean that they're they're not fully righteous, they're not fully clean, Rob? That Christ's work wasn't enough to really get them over their sin? David, Christ's work is fully sufficient to cover all of their sin. That's why I love here in chapter 14, where the priest takes these, these items of a scarlet yarn and hyssop and cedar wood, and, and these are represent, rep, we see these objects at, at the cross. We certainly see the hyssop, we certainly see the cedar wood, and he, he, he sprinkles with the blood here the person who is cleansed, and he pronounces him clean. Mm. He, the pronouncement of being clean, that's what Jesus has done. When he says it is finished on the cross, he pronounced us clean. This is why it's so beautiful, this picture here of the, of the priest who is pronouncing the person who is unclean now clean. And so when we see this gospel, we should understand that we are pronounced clean. The laws concerning the cleansing of the house, I think... I think when we think of our life, and, and you've used this in, in discipleship, of, of thinking of our life as, as a house mm-hmm. and talking about the different rooms of the house in which Christ comes and cleans every single room. That's what I think of here. Tell us about that. Yeah, so there's a great booklet, My Heart, Christ's Home, and it's uh, this cool dialogue. You could Google it and, and get a free copy of it online. But Jesus is just walking through the rooms of the heart of this man and and just identifying things that are not right or out of place and very gently offering restoration. And, and I think that that's the picture that we get here. You know, the the beauty, I think, of, of these cleansing rituals is that they go to the priest, present themselves, and it result should result in worship, right? Mm-hmm. Not only among the individual that's healed, but the, the leper is touched with the blood on the earlobe, the thumb, and the toe, just like we talked about the priest being yeah. anointed. 
which I think would be a physical sign when they left the tabernacle that they have been made wholly right before God and are mm. fully restored to the camp. Mm. And so I think for the church, the greatest worship in the church should result, just like we see Jesus talk about the parable of the, of the lost sheep, right? Mm. Uh, the prodigal son. We ought to rejoice when we see someone restored to a right relationship with God. Um, receiving that full cleansing. Speaking of the camp or the body, you know, there there is some church discipline aspects here as well as when the when we examine, we walk into a house or a person and there's they're filled with sin in their life. They're filled with uncleanliness in their life. You know, that's not how God wants his people to be. And so they're they're almost there's this in this sense that they're almost separated from the body and once they're considered clean and and want to come back into the body and made clean by the blood of Jesus if we confess our sins he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness David and when we do that we come back into the body and there's rejoicing amen so next time you get an itch it may not be leprosy don't let it don't call David don't call me (laughs) But do call me, because maybe I'll remind you, hey, let's go back to Leviticus 14 and see if there's any unclean thing in our life, and let's take that to the Lord in confession. Thanks for joining us today. Bible Rundown.